Hello and welcome to Humans of Agape. We are Agape Europe, a community of people who make Jesus known. So lives are changed and Europe is transformed. We want to bring spiritual hope and help to people in all walks of life. I am your host. My name is Jochen Geck. I lead Agape Germany's digital ministry Glaube Digital and I work in the Berlin City Hub. And I'm curious to hear about what God is doing across Europe. In today's lockdown lore, we once again want to take about 10 minutes to hear from one of our famed humans of Agape who shares one story, one idea or one verse that seem relevant for this time. This time around, we travel to the great city of Newcastle in the UK to hear from Jack Bearclough. Jack leads the Agape Campus Ministry in Newcastle. Without further ado, here he is. I've been thinking recently about how I treat people I have power over and how God treats people he has power over. I was reading Luke 17, 7 to 10, one of Jesus' parables, which says, Will any one of you who has a servant ploughing or keeping sheep say to him when he's coming from the field, come at once and recline at table? Will he not rather say to him, prepare supper for me and dress properly and serve me while I eat and drink? Does he thank that servant because he did what was commanded? So you also... When you've done all that you were commanded, say, we are unworthy servants. We've only done what was our duty. So this parable challenges us to be humble, not to be entitled. When our master, God, lavishes us with love and generosity, it isn't because we've earned it, it's because he's generous. Slaves don't expect to sit at their master's table. Maybe a more modern example might be postmen don't expect us to chase them down the street with cake when they deliver our energy bills. In this parable, Jesus tells us to have similar expectations for what kind of rewards our life might earn us. He says... So you also, when you've done all that you were commanded, say, we are unworthy servants. We've only done what was our duty. So our our obedience, our service, it doesn't give us the right to feast with a holy God for an evening, never mind an eternity. That's, That's what this parable is, is trying to, trying to teach us. But Jesus is not an ordinary master. The story he tells about how masters treat slaves is supposed to teach us that our obedience isn't earning us entry into the presence of God, that that is his generous gift. The slave doesn't eat with the master just because he ploughed the field. You know, that's the gist of this story. But it doesn't, it doesn't tell us about how God treats us because the master in the story isn't God. The master in the story is, is us. This is how we treat the people that we have power over. Jesus says, will any one of you 
who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep, say to him when he's come in from the field, Come at once and recline at table. Will he not rather say to him, Prepare supper for me? Will any one of you say, Come at once and recline at table? Will, will you not rather say, Prepare supper for me? This is how people in our world treat the, the others that they have power over. We expect things from people and demand it from them and, and we don't display this lavish generosity and love that our master shows to us. Our master is the one who actually does say, come at once and recline at table. I think if, if we asked, asked Jesus this question, do you, when you have a servant plowing or keeping sheep, say to him when he's come in from the field, come at once and recline at table? Or do you say, prepare supper for me and dress properly and serve me while I eat and drink? How would Jesus answer that question? We can look at Jesus' life to see how he answers that question with the way that he treats people. He didn't come to be served, but to serve and give his life for us. In the, in the Last Supper, he washes the feet of his followers. He doesn't demand service, but he gives it to people freely. He humiliates himself out of love for people. He gives himself completely for us. Is that how we treat the people that we have power over? I think really challenging. I think it's more challenging than when, you know, when we read this parable and the, the first thing that comes to mind is um, what attitude do we have as servants? Are we servants who demand a reward or are we servants who acknowledge that we have not earned God's love? And I, Personally, I think it's a lot easier to say, okay, I, I'm an unworthy servant. I'm so glad that God is gracious. But this, this other challenge in the parable, what, what kind of master am I? What kind of response do I have towards people that I have power over? Is it one of the kind of amazing generosity and love that God shows me? Or am I taking people in my life for granted? Am I ungrateful? Am I the master that doesn't thank the servant because he did what was commanded? That means more than just uh, do I say a polite word to someone when they do something for me. That's really easy. I say... I say thank you to the postman and the bus driver, but in Greek, this phrase is translated, does he thank the servant? It's does he show grace towards, does he show favour to, does, you know, does he cook a meal for the servant because of what the servant did in the field? That's, that's not normal, it's not how masters normally live, it's not normal to show some kind of amazing generosity to a bus driver or postman. But that's that's how God treats me when I when I just do what is expected of me. God loves me and gives himself for me. In in fact I didn't even do what was expected of me and God loved me and gave himself for me. If God invites us unworthy servants 
who have only done what we were commanded, and maybe not even that, to sit and eat with him, to rest with him. If he offers to fulfil our duty on our behalf, rather than insist we clean ourselves up and get in the kitchen, how should we treat others? How can we represent our master who treats us so generously and give people a taste of what Jesus is like? Maybe baking cakes for postman. I don't want to be a master who insists on being served. I want to be a servant to others in surprising ways when they don't expect me to be their servant. That would be demonstration of the undeserved favour that God shows me. Who in your home, in your life, in your workplace could you surprise with this kind of undeserved favour, this being a servant to them even though you don't have to be? I think I'm really challenged by that. I'm glad Like I mentioned earlier, the love that God shows me doesn't depend on me actually fulfilling my duty, actually doing that. But um, I want to become more like God. I want to reflect him. And and this is how I'm being challenged to do that, to be uh, a surprise servant to people that actually I might have power over. That was Jack Bearclough. He leads the Agape Campus Ministry in Newcastle. If you like this podcast, why don't you take a minute and send a message to your friends to recommend it to them? And it would be really helpful if you could share our Instagram stories or share your favorite quote in our Instagram stories. Speaking about social media, you can find Agape Europe on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and Instagram or check out our website, agapeeurope.org. I'm Jochen Geck, and this is Humans of Agape. See you next time.